Welcome to Arcade Couch, best place to chill your friends, get your game of goodness each and every Monday. My name is Tom Blight, and joining me on the couch this week, Ashley Hogley. Hey Dylan, excited to be here, uh, you know, in the midst of showcase season. Mm, showcase season round two. Uh, also here, Kieran Marchant, God Save the King. Hi, God Save the King. We, yes. we just, okay. <laughs> Is there any video games about the royal family? Mm-hmm. Uh, Fable, technically. Not directly about the royal family, but you're a king in that game. Her Majesty. Oh, yes, Crusader Kings. That's, that's about Crusader a lot of royal Kings families. Also, yeah. Her Majesty. There's literally that card game. Yeah. It's a card game, though. Yeah. Marvel Snap? Mm, no. I just wanted to mention it. Um, this week on the show, we're talking about Disney's... Commemorative Ubisoft- Queen card coming to Marvel Snap. <laughs> yeah, Queen card coming to Marvel Snap. Uh, Disney and Ubisoft conferences this week on the show, and I've been splatting away. But uh, let's get into that Disney... What? Conf- what? I've been splatting, not spitting. I'm spitting some rhymes right now. Where are we splatting, boys? Where are we splatting, boys? Uh, this is the start of the Disney thing. So... Uh, it is D23 at the moment. If you want to hear me and Ash talk about uh, other D23 stuff, make sure you check out what you want to watch. Make sure you check out Holocron Entries and make sure you check out all new Marvel casts. There's going to be your coverage circle of D23 movie and TV news. But since this is a video game show, let's talk about the video game part. So Disney and Marvel held the first ever Disney and Marvel Games Showcase. It was at a stupid time of 5 a.m., 4 a.m., whatever fucking stupid time 6 it was. 6 a.m., whatever. It was too... It was too early for whatever. Too early for what it was is what it was. What I I feel. Uh, it was ho- uh, hosted by Kind of Funny's Blessing AIA Junior. Um, it was about twenty minutes, I think. Yep. Big old mutt um, on my front. That's my my opinion on it. I mean, there was some like sort of like stuff that interested me in here, but like nothing that really screams, "Hey, here's our first ever." Uh, dual conference thing but yeah ash what do you make of the the first ever conference i mean it was okay um i think the problem i have with it i feel a lot of other people have with it is what wasn't there that we know is possibly that they could have talked about do you know they didn't talk about any star wars games outside of you know the lego star wars game that's coming out uh nothing about any of the insomniac games they're currently working on um, and they briefly showed us the uh, Avatar AAA game, but showed us the extensive mobile game footage. So, um, I mean, there are a few interesting gems there, uh, but, you know, again, so much information not there. Um, I'm sure a certain amount of that is because there, it was actually, there was a panel that at G23 exclusive to people in the crowd where they talked to some of the developers uh, particularly Amy Henning and her the Skydance team, um, but you know, it was as a someone on the internet watching a showcase, it was all right. It moved very quickly. Yeah, almost too fast. Like, hey, here's Avatar to Lego Star Wars. Um, Kieran, what do you think of it? Look, for somebody who didn't watch live and just had to go back and skim through it for um, to be caught up. It was great. It was, quite, it was quite convenient and great. Like it was, you know, there was a lot of stuff that I was like, I don't need to watch this bit. I can just skip over. Um, yeah, it was okay. There's not heaps. Uh, maybe it's a little bit underwhelming. There isn't much. Maybe it'd be interesting to know how much, like, say, No Midnight Suns being out this year and that game being delayed affected this. Maybe if that it is out was, this year, it's out this year. They gave I it thought, a release date. I that's what they announced today. They announced it oh. in the showcase that's coming out in December. 
Sorry, I thought December second something. Yeah. Then I thought it would have had a bigger presence, but yeah, no, it is. You know, I don't think there's anything that makes you you lose your mind or um, kind of want to. Like, of course, Return to Monkey Island, massive. Glad to hear more about that in this mm. random um, spotlight. It's but, a Lucasfilm yeah. game. Well, it was. It is. Yeah. It's time. Uh, so the show did open with a Tron identity reveal teaser that's being made by Biffle Games, so presumably be some sort of puzzle narrative. Tron Identity is a visual novel adventure oh, yeah, yeah. following Query, a detective program tasked with uncovering the mystery of what has taken what was taken and by whom. Finding yourself in a world built on unstable foundations and filled with whispered knowledge, it's up to you to question suspects and investigate your surrounding to piece together the truth. Yeah. I'm keen for this, but the trailer was nothing. But um, I, it was even a blink and miss it bloody trailer. I'm pretty sure I sat yeah. down the next second. They were like, and that's a new Tron game coming. I was like, what? I looked down for a second. Sorry. Like, <laughs> and it was blink and gone. But anyway, um, then we got... Maybe a big like, Tron. Hmm? Tron weekend, potentially. Hey, what? I know they've got a Tron panel, like, at, after we're recording this, so... Do they? No. Yeah. Okay. On they the Sunday of D23, like- so... Hey, Mike Bithell's on the job. You like him. Yeah. yeah. They do good jobs. You like that uh, John Wick game, right? That John Wick game. I like the... There was the volume Thomas, game. Uh, was it, is it Thomas Was Alone? Thomas Was Alone. Was first. Yeah. Was Alone. Was amazing game. Bunch of those real small games that he's put out that I played one of. Yeah. Um, was a recent the memory. Solitaire one. Yeah, Solitaire Conspiracy. I haven't played that. The yeah. volume. Yep. Volume was good. Yeah. It's all that stuff. Great PSP games. Mm. PS Vita games. Yeah. Um, then we got Disney Illusion Island. So uh, this is a 2D platformer game in which you can play as Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy. And uh, it looks pretty good. I'm keen. This is... I wish they kind of made more Disney games like this, to be honest. Just sort of, you know, I like the art style. It used to be their bread and butter, you know? Yeah, back on like the, you know, like the Nintendo consoles, that, which... Well, I mean, this is a Nintendo console, I guess that's why. It's a, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like there was, there used to be so many Disney like platformer games on those like NES and whatever else NES shit like that so um, I think this looks really good I'm keen for this does um, anyone else care about this no alright fuck you all I'm uh, not no. massive I think it looks looks good it looks I like the art style um, it won't make me pick up my Switch to play it though so but what would to no. be honest um Zelda okay a game that runs properly on it you reckon this won't run properly on it? This will, but not... I don't know. Move on before I offend it. <laughs> I think it looks alright. I, I like the humour. Uh, obviously, the art style is very much reminiscent of the new, most recent Mickey Mouse show, The uh, the Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse. Um, yeah, I like some of the humour in there, I guess. It would be interesting to see how much of that is actually in the game or whether it's just purely platforming. Like, whether they just rendered animations for this uh, showcase piece or no, I, re- I, I, reckon it, I reckon it's cutscenes in the game but they do the whole TBD joke thing that doesn't seem like that's what they were in the game yeah but maybe that part was but I reckon they will but yeah I mean yeah we don't get a lot of well we do get a lot of these but not from like big IPs no you know? not Disney characters and stuff so no it's cool uh, then we got the, as for mentioned, uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns got a trailer. They announced that the release yeah. date is 
Fucking let me close December's this. Uh, December 2nd is when it's coming out. So uh, originally they, of course, did delay it and they're like, yeah, we don't know when it's coming out. And now they're like, yep, it's coming out December 2nd. So uh, now that you know it's actually coming out this year, Kieran, are you back to being excited to play this? or? Yeah, I was always on board to play it um, whenever it did come out. So um, it is it is a good platform to do it on. It's a, a great way to use the Marvel IP. And it's, it's going back to being more akin to those Ultimate Alliance style games where it's more comic book based rather than kind of sticking a bit closer to um, the, the MCU. So I think, yeah, it's exciting. Um, and then on top of that, the, the intro teaser that they dropped, that uh, that hits you in the nostalgia feels of uh, waking up on Saturday mornings to watch X-Men um, and Spider-Man cartoons. Like, it was, uh, it, was, it was a good time. For what? Did you not see the... Are you talking the about the prequel, prequel things? The prequel yeah. things, yeah. Yeah, okay, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure if that's what he was talking about. Um... Ash, hi, yeah, yeah, you're excited for this. So Yeah, I'm excited for this, you know, so I'll be playing this while you guys are playing Callisto Protocol, so we're all, we'll all be happy. I reckon you and Kieran will probably both be playing this, and I'll be playing Callisto Protocol. I'll be playing Callisto Protocol. You reckon I'm you'll play Callisto Protocol over this? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. thought you'd play this over Callisto. But... No, I think Callisto Protocols is a more interesting title in terms of sitting down on the couch and hanging out and playing it through like i think do you don't want to be spoiled uh, whereas midnight sun's going to be there forever yeah midnight sun's <laughs> is something i could probably pick up and play whenever yeah, okay um you came for these prequel short things as well then i take it everyone five animated yeah. shorts i'll set up the backstory of certain characters i mean again. yeah it'd be nice to see some of those characters again because you know wolverine's not anything recently it might uh, be for ages then some so. of the less known characters haven't been featured in anything recently so and it's just nice to have that, you know, 90s, early 2000s kind of feel to the intro. Like, yeah. it was just um, the music hit, you know, that, that the literary guitar, that kind of cool and epic kind of build-up. Yeah, the na 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 Yeah, 100%. It, it captures that X-Men's vibe <laughs> perfectly. So, um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's really exciting. And I think it, it's something to kind of even build up that anticipation even more. Yeah, I, I kind of want to watch it because I want to know more about the character Magic, which I know sweet fuck all of, but I use quite a lot in Marvel Snap, so... Watch, uh, <laughs> watch New Mutants. Okay, really? Okay. Yeah, I knew Taylor Jewelry. She's great. Is that who she plays in that? Yeah. Fuck, I did not know that. Is that true? <laughs> Is that yeah. who really who she plays? Yeah. Fuck, maybe we'll watch it now. Right. Um, <laughs> wild time. It's not uh, great, but, you know. Yeah, I know, it's just... I assumed I'd watch it eventually for some content reason, but I didn't know that's who should play it. There you go. Uh, then we got Marvel Strike Force, Red Hulk's coming to the game if you played that. Uh, Marvel Snap got a trailer, officially announced that the game will fully launch on October 18th, so that is worldwide. Of course, we may keep forgetting because we've been playing it for a couple months now, but the game is... that is... the end of the season, or...? No, it'd be the end of the next it'd season, I think, right? Corporate. Do you want to check how many days left on the? <laughs> I mean, I feel like the see. I feel like it ends at like the end of the month. So it yeah, might, because yeah. normally, it, it, yeah, we're like two weeks in, right? Yeah, it'd be interesting that it wouldn't line up. Would be my thinking. No, but it, to be fair, when we got the beta starting here, it was already like two mm. weeks into the four event. That's true. So it, we yeah exactly. So, maybe it's better for them to do that to do it that way. So it's not everything. Yeah, there's twenty two days remaining. So. Yeah, so they'll be into it next season when that happens. So I reckon the game will launch and then they'll have a, a brief period, like a week where 
maybe there's a crossover and then they do like the mass like first official season or some shit like that. But yeah, um, it's going to be interesting to see what yeah what major you would assume official launch there'll be the first like there'll be a huge update to the game with hopefully a bunch of new hopefully the matchmaking's good otherwise there's just going to be a bunch of people getting smashed by people yeah. with all the cuts <laughs> yeah that that as well so it's going to be interesting to see how the game does launch because yeah no one in america's being able to play it unless they're well VPN. unless they're using vpn, VPN yeah, like something like that but i'm keen yeah marble snap marble snap i still play it ash still plays it right kieran dropped off so. yeah I did drop like off. everything, you know. You know me, go hard and then go hard and burn out. Yep. Mm-hmm. I yep. still play it every single day. I think I played it every day since launch. I don't think I missed a day. So crazy. I mean, I love card games, and having a card game that I can play for like five minutes a day and get like several matches in is like totally up my alley. <laughs> you know, <so laughs> I'm all about that shit. Um, then we got Aliens: Dark Descent. So this was revealed a couple months ago. They had a very quick look at it. Squad-based, top-down tactical aliens game. It looks pretty cool to me, to be honest. Um, which is surprising because Alien games are usually shithouse, but uh, it's coming to PC and consoles in 2023. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, uh, around 15 seconds of this was shown. Yep. <laughs> Fucking love that for <laughs> Avatar fans. Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga is adding Cassian Andor, Reaver from the Obi-Wan series, Captain Rex and more in an upcoming character pack and a galactic edition of the game is coming out November 1st, which will include 13 character packs. Uh, Return to Monkey Island got a trailer. Uh, with words from Dominico Mato, the voice of Guybrush Threewood. Um, game looks still looks three. great. I'm keen to, to play it still. What did I say? I think you said... Did you say Threewood? What's his name? Threepwood. Threepwood. Is it? Okay, I read it wrong. Yeah. Super fan. Yeah. Um, the, it's fine. He was five. Fictional character. Um, Gargoyles Remastered was announced. This is cool. I definitely want to check this out. Probably won't finish it because I remember the game being hard. I don't. Oh, actually, no. They might add like things where I can make it easier for myself. But um, I love Gargoyles. That was definitely a show I watched. I'm like, I bring it back. Bring it back. Yeah. So um, I'm keen for this. This is. I don't usually. They've done like the previous, like Aladdin and Lion King and all those. You know, those, that collection, Disney classic collection. I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't really care for that. But Gargoyles remastered. Fuck yeah. All about that. Let me get, let me have a go at that. Uh, Disney Miraverse. So. This, I didn't actually know was a game, and when the trailer was playing, I was like, oh, this must be a new game or whatever. Nope. Game came out in June of this year. I have downloaded it. I haven't had a chance to play it yet, because um, it actually looks like... I was looking at screenshots, I was like, this game looks pretty fucking intense for a, a mobile game, like graphic-wise and everything. Mm. So I, I've downloaded it. i yet to play it. I thought this was a very cool trailer. So the trailer basically says that there's upcoming, like, the upcoming event in the game is going to feature a bunch of villains and... Um, the game is about like all the villains and heroes teaming up to to fight against some of enemy or whatever else. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually sort of keen to to dive into this one, give it a little bit of play around because um, I, I like this trailer. I was like, "Okie boogie, taking on Peach." Yeah. yeah, in between my Marvel Snap games, yeah, exactly. Uh, Disney Speedstorm got a trailer. Uh, this game, I swear, is taking the longest time to come out because they announced it like ten years ago. I feel, uh, but anyway, it's the free to play kart racer with Disney characters. They announced and Pixar and whatever else, but they uh, announced that uh, characters from Monsters Inc. would be joining the kart racer, I guess, at launch or post launch. I don't really, I missed that memo. Disney Dreamlight Valley, which launched into early access this past week, uh, they showed that off during the showcase and announced that Toy Story, uh, Toy Story Adventure is coming to the game this fall. So, like later this year, right? I think. Avatar Reckoning. So this is a, this was the game they spent a lot of time on, the Avatar game, not the one that everyone wants, but 
anyway, it's a it is a free to play uh, avatar game that has PVE and PvP. And I gotta say, for a mobile game, it looks surprisingly good, like graphic wise and you know everything like that. I was at this when this trailer was playing at the start. I was like, oh, maybe it's like a Switch game or some shit. But turns out it was a mobile game. So, but um, I like I. It's just very very weird. This got so much time, but the Avatar console game literally got like fifteen seconds. It was weird. Um, and then talk about weird. We got our first teaser for the Hanging and Skydance new media upcoming Marvel game that they announced, I don't know, like a month or two ago, probably. Not even that long ago, I swear. Yeah. Um, but the trailer officially reveals its title as TBD and shows off that the game will be World it, War II. Is it not called King Captain Soldier <laughs> Spy? I, uh, I do not believe so. I think it's just... Uh, as the trailer says... Well, that's what I'm going to call it, and I want to believe that it's a sequel to Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Okay, fair enough. Um, the game will focus in, uh, on World War Two, <laughs> Captain America, Black Panther, um, some of the characters. Uh, that's about it. I thought this was a very weird to reveal a game like this, a big Marvel game, and have no, no name. I, I, well, I, I found like, that odd. I feel like they... I don't know, this does feel like... Oh, oh guys, we don't really have anything to announce at this... This big D twenty three thing. Can can we come up with something, guys? Like, can we can can we do something here? I mean, and then they turn around. Come the name. Thing. Well, maybe you had time to animate this this short. Yeah, you could have had another team brainstorming names. What if they didn't like any of the brainstormed names? Maybe they've done exactly that. And they were like, no, these are shit. Uh, well, they could have gone hashtag untitled Captain America Black Panther game. You know, maybe they are smarter. Then letting us title a sports show Grandstand Gurus or Pleasure Explosion. Maybe they have somebody with the balls I mean, to be like... So what you're saying you is they what? should have come to us for no, no, no. names. What, they have the balls of somebody who's like, hey, nah, let's not name this and rush this. Let's just put out a thing. People can name it, you know, the, the buddy cop game of Captain America and Black Panther and Friends. Um, yeah. And to be honest, the teaser did like. I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm not, Dude, I'm not gonna get super like excited. I, that's pretty pog. If it's like the saboteur game, it's not going to be. It's gonna. Be I know. Like- Amy Henning said on the stage afterwards or whatever that we couldn't watch. I know there was a quote going there that she got asked what the game was going to be like, and she's like, "Oh, it's going to be like my childhood work, but you know, better." But yeah, except you're going to play as four different characters. Yeah. So. It's going to be a third-person action game. So it's going to be like Spider-Man, where everybody really loves playing Spider-Man, and then you have to play with Mary Jane for a spell segment. Uh, Maybe. You're not as happy. Which everybody loved. and then you have Everybody to play loved. A, very was very happy. And then a powerless Miles Morales. Yeah. Except these, these people look like they can do stuff, and it won't be purely stealth missions. Okay. So I'm looking forward to Cap and Black Panther's awesome Nazi adventures. Yeah. That's also a good, a good name, probably, yeah. Um, and then a, a weirder move, I thought, in a showcase that I already found very weird. Instead of ending on your big, that teaser trailer, I guess, which would have made sense to end on that because it didn't show fuck all. Yeah. Um, they end on Marvel World of Heroes, which is the upcoming Niantic, the developers on Pokemon Go, uh, their Marvel game with a trailer that doesn't even feature gameplay. It's just a typical Niantic trailer where it shows people out with, you know, doing shit and whatever else. But, um, 
I thought it was weird so to you, end on this. Are we going to play as the collector and collect all the different Marvel heroes? I don't know, because in the trailer, they're making it like you're fighting each other and stuff, like, or you're fighting something. That's true. Like, you're teaming up. Stealing the f- their superpowers. Yeah, really, it's the metaverse. Oh, that's odd. Um, does anyone actually... Yeah. Look, anyone... You two who don't play any of these 90 Fuck games... Man. Yeah, okay. There you go. There's answer to that. Ash, does Marvel suddenly, like, more interest you than, like, Pokemon? Like, as far as these things go, or...? Uh, I mean, there's nothing in this that sells me on it immediately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, if they've got a good reason uh, to have Niantic do a, you know. I can tell you the reason. It's the amount of money Pokemon Go makes. I mean, yeah. That's, that's the reason. That is a fair point. That's a good reason. Uh, okay. I was just looking to see if that NBA game is out yet. No. Yeah, it's out on early access, so yeah. Oh, okay. Install. Is it? See what that is. <sighs> got to collect your LeBron Jameses and whatever else. Yeah. yeah. You know, you got to catch 20 LeBron Jameses and then I'll be able to merge them together and then trade it in for a $5 million contract. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Designing this game as you go. Uh, but yeah, so that was, the, that was the Disney and Marvel showcase. Very good. Um, cool. Good job. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) again, so many things they didn't include and such a short showing of uh, Avatar, especially, maybe I would understand it, especially we're about to go into it. There was a Ubisoft showcase, but they didn't really show anything off from the Avatar game. Uh, So yeah, weird decision. And the Spider-Man game's meant to come out next year, but again, that might be... Sony. The rumors are Sony's got a showcase coming up, so... All right, talking about other things that happened before we do dive into that uh, Ubisoft conference, though. So, CD Projekt Red revealed the first major expansion for Cyberpunk 2077. Press start. It's called Phantom Liberty and features the return of Keanu Reeves as Johnny Silverhand alongside a cast of new characters. The expansion is described as a spy thriller, and it was said that it's a new style. It's a new style of plot that the team of CD Projekt Red is having a lot of fun with. The Phantom Liberty expansion will release in 2023. It was also confirmed today that Cyberpunk 2077's 1.6 update will be the last one for the PS4 and Xbox One, outside of some tech updates. But all new features content from today onwards, including Phantom Liberty expansion, will only be available on PS5, Xbox Series XS, and PC. So, um, Ash... Did, uh, did you like this trailer? Do you want to play this content? How do you feel about them uh, originally spending all this time making the game work on PS4 and Xbox One only to a year later be like, yeah, fuck it, we can't. Just fuck it. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting. <laughs> I mean, uh, I feel like Cyberpunk has had maybe a little bit of an image rehabilitation. Like, uh, obviously, it's slowly built up some good grace, but uh, pretty much saying, hey, this free DLC that we promised at launch is not coming to the two consoles that we launched this game on uh, is a pretty wild call, I would say, especially given, you know, PlayStation 5s are still very hard to get, so people aren't going to uh, be able to get um, it on PS5. Do you know? Yeah. It's interesting. You going to play this, or do you want to play uh, this? Maybe if the, like, reviews are good, you know. I've still got the copy, the copy around here somewhere. Okay. Around here uh, somewhere, he know. says. Yeah, I, do, I play, only play, like... A couple of hours, so you know, just start fresh. Kieran? 
Yeah, well, the thing that they want to try different is by releasing a, a gameplay style that actually works and it isn't full with bugs and breaks. Um, but mm. yeah, no, I'm all about this. I think I've actually the last couple of weeks been semi for a hankering of like restarting and just having a playthrough of Cyberpunk. So um, yeah, I think the game has been held off for you know they've they've done put in a lot of work. They've um, made the game what they wanted it to be at launch a little bit more um i don't really care or bother with the fact that they're just not gonna they've stopped releasing support for the ps4 and ps uh, and the xbox one because i think um you know at what point do you keep supporting a, a last generation console um but you know it is uh it's a positive place at least and they're working in the right direction i think it's nice that they haven't just given up on cyberpunk and they're still releasing content for it in terms of the expansion well that's not 100 percent true because apparently this is the last piece of content that they said and they the people i believe on cyberpunk thought there was going to be more it was like mm. no nah, this is it this is the last thing we're doing with our red engine or whatever so how do you feel about the uh ed- did you watch the edge runners trailer karen i did not know the netflix anime you haven't watched it no oh man i haven't watched edge runners though Man, it's not out yet. The trailer, the trailer, but I haven't watched the trailer for yeah. it. I can't even to. I did see it the other day. Fake anime fan over here. I feel like I haven't watched the, I haven't watched the trailer. Watch one anime at the moment. It's about soccer slash football. Fucking fake. And um, I need to catch up on a whole bunch of other stuff. I've watched it. Just say, just say no. Damn. All right, Dylan, let's go talk about some anime. I was going to say we talk, talk about, about some anime. Kieran, you can take a break. Me and Dylan. <laughs> I got this shit. <laughs> um, all right, Overwatch Two will lock new heroes behind this battle pass leak details. So you're right, <gasps> Polygon. It's crazy. Me and Ash didn't see this coming. Overwatch Two will seemingly make a major change to how Blizzard Entertainment rolls out new heroes for the game, according to leaked details about the sequel's battle pass design. Instead of being available to all players immediately when they launch, new heroes will be available to premium battle pass owners on release, while other players will unlock them by progressing through the free battle pass track or outright paying for them. Those leaked details also include the name Overwatch's next hero, Kiriko. Is that like uh, is that like uh, Sword Art Online? That's Kirito. Oh, sorry. Um, um, see, I'm a weeb. I see everything to me is is weeb related. I just connect everything to anime. No, 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 but you're not a weeb because you didn't know the difference between two similar but different Japanese names. No, that was, the, that was a joke. Fuck. I support cast character who has previously been teased in Chance of Overwatch 2. Blizzard has not officially announced Kiriko. But also, but has committed to adding new support for Overwatch 2's launch in October. Um, yeah, so I think this is totally fine because this is what I expected. But Kieran, as someone who's actually plays the game, how do you feel? <laughs> I feel good about it. I don't personally. I don't care because I'll just be buying battle passes. So it's yeah. like it's not like you're gonna get the it. Uh, I think it's an interesting factor. Um, I think a lot of the biggest problem with this for the Overwatch community is that Overwatch One was built on. The ability to swap characters and the ability to swap mid-game and, and to be able to, you know, counterpick the enemy team. And now there's potential where you need to swap to a certain character and your support player will be like, no, I haven't got him unlocked yet. And then can't play it. And I think, you know, people have said to that, I think this has been a long time coming in terms of, like, it's semi-expected. I didn't believe they would do it, but... I think it's uh, it's an understandable solution. Um, I think the fact that it's available in the the free to, like in the free 
Battle Pass. It's like majority of people who are complaining, you're going to be playing Overwatch anyway. So you're going to end up getting the character even if you don't want to buy the Battle Pass. Like, this already works for games like Valorant and Apex. Of course, going to free-to-play, we were going to get some of these um, features included in Overwatch. So it's just as interesting that they are... Um, at launch, they'll be releasing three characters. Two characters are already very well known have been played throughout the betas and in Overwatch League. But only the f- the one, I believe, Kiriko, will be unlockable in the Battle Pass. So um, it's it's an interesting precedent that they're setting. It's, an, um, you know, John Spector, like, originally came out because I think the uh, director, I think it is, for Overwatch um, is come out and he had to put it right that no 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 there will be you'll be able to get this for the in the free battle pass that's not just the premium battle pass the premium battle pass just means um that you get um the access to the character instantly it is what it is um i think you know i'm very excited we're you know almost down to 20 days until overwatch um 2 is released so it's uh yeah we'll see an official launch trailer and official announcement about this character coming soon um, with a lot more information. And I think that's the that's the shitty thing about leaks, once again, is that it's only partial information and the developers haven't been able to kind of give everybody the, the, the required information about this change. Yeah, it's, it's uh, actually weird. I was looking at our calendar the other day, like putting some stuff in, and I saw the Overwatch 2 like, release date, and I was like, holy fuck, that's coming out fast. Because yep. I was like, oh, wait, that's Pax Week. <laughs> yeah. Sure is. <laughs> oh, crazy Talking about what I've been playing, I've been playing a little bit of Splatters, also known as Splatoon 3, also known as Splatoon. Can I ask, right? My way home. In, like, minor spoilers for She Hulk this week. Mm. Since Wongers, have you started adopting, like, putting slang Probably. in. Like, Wongers! <laughs> have you just been turning different words into ers at the end words now? It's like a, it's like two a ers, I don't know why, but it's not where you think. <laughs> you know what? I said that in a joke the other day um, with another person. I was like, where's the why? It's not where you think. Splatters for two T's and an L, but it's not where you think. No, it's exactly where you think. <laughs> Got him. Um, but I've been playing Splatoon 3. Uh, it's pretty fun. I've been enjoying it. Other than, so my only major problem is the game does have uh, some uh, technical, or no, network issues, I guess, at the gate, like just sort of long queue times, disconnected, dis- disconnected issues and stuff like that. The most annoying is like when I go to start like um, what they call an anarchy series, which is, you know, sort of, I guess the game's equivalent to like a ranked mode where it's like best, you know, so you play five matches, three losses, you're out sort of thing. So um, trying to get a best out of five scenario. Um, and like I jump into a match of one of those and it's like 10 seconds in, it's like, oh, disconnect. And then I get a loss. I'm like, I was in that match for literally 10 seconds. Can I not reconnect to the match? Like, what the fuck is the... I was like, that's kind of bullshit. So mm-hmm. um, stuff like that has been a little bit annoying, connection issue-wise. But otherwise, um, I'm enjoying it. I only ever played... So my Splatoon history... I've played... Way... this So far, this is my most played Splatoon game. I played maybe like two, mm. three hours of Splatoon 2. Uh, I did randomly pick that up at one stage around the time the DLC released the one where they had like the single player story stuff thing I can't remember what that was called but anyway um, around that time I did pick it up and play a couple hours of that but I never played Splatoon 1 so I'm not like a deep Splatoon fan or anything but I'm enjoying this for what it is Um, 
I think my favorite mode I've played so far. So you, you have like the normal, what they call it, turf wars. So you have the normal turf wars, which is literally just, you know, 4v4. Um, you're trying to paint, you know, take out enemies and just the winner is the person, the team who has like the most surface painted at the end of the, the match. They're fine. They're enjoyable. But then in the Anarchy series, they sort of change up the objective. So like I was, the one I was playing last night, Losing Horrible Ad on Twitch.tv slash Explosion Network was simply a uh, the team to hold a certain position, the longest one. But the version I was playing prior to that off stream earlier in the morning when I, was, I played it for a little bit was... Um, there's like a moving tower around the map and only like two people can stand on it sort of thing. But you're, you're sort of hot trying to hold... It's like King of the Hill, but like on a moving target sort of thing. So um, that mode was quite fun because uh, to try and like keep on top of that for as long as possible or get the enemy off and, and stuff like that. I thought that was good um, fun. And then I've also got... So then the other couple modes in the game is you do have like the single player stuff, which I've played maybe... No, I've only played like the first two levels of it, I think. It's fine. Like there's no there's no big story or like like super extravagant level design or you know, like it, it is very much like a single player that is designed to introduce you to the game's mechanics and um get you to get a grip on Splatoon before you sort of dive more into the multiplayer, I guess. Which is fine. Um and then you've got I can't remember what the other mode is called, the PvE one. Anyway, the PvE mode where you team up with three other players um, and you, like, t t take on hordes of, like, waves of enemies with boss enemies and stuff like that and you're sort of trying to collect these golden eggs that they drop and points and stuff like that where, um, you know, like, if you if one of your friends die, you have to revive them because if you all die, you lose and um, stuff like that. So that's actually quite a bit of fun and stuff gets really hectic uh, at times with different, like, enemies spawning from everywhere and you're, like running out of ink and you're like oh god what the fuck am i gonna do now sort of thing so um that's pretty good but um and overall i think as far as reviews i saw at launch day everyone's opinion seems to be the same for good or bad it's like most people seem to be saying hey splatoon 3 is more splatoon 2 but a bit better uh which i feel like is exactly what most i guess splatoon fans wanted anyway like it's just they didn't reinvent the wheel. It's just, hey, it's that game you like with some new stuff. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't change too much. There's, there's some new different types of weapons and stuff, but we didn't change too much. So it's cool. And it, I still think, as someone who's, yeah, as I said, like definitely the most I've played of Subtune is with this game now. Um, I still think it's like one of Nintendo's more recent, like cool franchise IPs that they've tried doing. Like they, they were like, let's try and get into like the competitive shooter market, but do it kid-friendly you know like let's do it the nintendo I mean, way yeah it's probably their most successful new franchise right yeah well it's the only one that survived no um, i mean they've put oh, two version two editions out on the switch yeah, sure. what other franchises had multiple well, other than well, you know, kirby everything, everything else that they put out goes to die aka arms mm. rip rip and other like battle rope i think there was like another mech game that was put on the switch for it that wasn't their first party though i don't think no but still yeah, yeah. no um but yeah it's it's generally pretty fun there's some cool features in there i don't think that card game's in the in it yet or maybe i haven't unlocked it that's the one thing i haven't tried from the announcement where they added like that virtual card game in it i'm like i haven't, I haven't found that anyway maybe it's not in it yet maybe i missed the memo about that but um and then i'm, I'm sure you would have seen the hilarious fact that 
at launch day because of the queen dying that every character and all the walls are spray painted saying the queen's dead and all this sort of stuff and i'm like man splatoon's a weird game <laughs> like it's just it's like splatoon is a weird game and then splatoon 2 people there was a story of kotaku i saw yesterday where people were like jumping into splatoon 2 and all the characters are like saying stuff like rest in peace see you in splatoon 3 or you know like stuff like that with the characters <laughs> oh are saying, so. yeah some funny stuff happening there um yeah splatters Alright, so main topic, let's talk about the Ubisoft conference theme of all, it's not really a conference, I guess, it's called Ubisoft Ford. Anyway, it happened early, 5am on Sunday is when it happened, yesterday, as of your listening to this. Uh, Ubisoft Ford 2022, they didn't really lie about what they were going to show ahead of time, they did reveal, they're like, hey, we're going to talk about Skull and Bones, hey, we're going to talk about Assassin's Creed, and we're going to talk about Mario, Rabbit, Sparks of Hope, but that is the majority of what made up this showcase which is perfectly fine nothing i don't mind getting a ahead of the curb with them announcing what they're going to show uh it's interesting because yeah it is like half the shows just ubisoft going over a bunch of different franchises then it does switch into this uh different assassin's creed showcase where there's just like an exuberant ridiculous amount of assassin's creed news that is dropped during this one segment it's almost too much to take in um but let's sort of break it up so we don't get too much confused on the Ubisoft side of stuff, just that not the not including the Assassin's Creed part of it. Um, Ash, what do you think of what they had to show in that side? Um, I mean, it was fine. There's just a lot of updates to other games that we knew we were kind of coming out, or games that uh, are obviously live service games that they're running. Um, yeah, it was adequate. <laughs> you know. Okay. I mean, the only big surprises were like the division updates that I guess we hadn't heard much about. But mm. yeah. Okay. Dude, there was a massive section on Trackmania. Like Trackmania went for a while, and I was like, "Oh, Yubi, you guys don't really have much to talk about this year, hey?" <laughs> they bring a. Did they take it off the store? Is that what the? No, story the was? announcement was it's coming to consoles um, and cloud services. So it's currently on uh. PC. So it's coming to consoles and stuff, and it's going to be cross-play and cross-progression, is what the announcement was. Also, I was trying for ages to try and figure out what that symbol thing was underneath Trackmania, and then finally clicked it. It's their attempt to do a T and an M. It's a T and an M, just they're made with the same parts. The M looks terrible. Well, it's it doesn't look like an M. Parts of the, it's the same parts of the T, just turned inwards. It looks more like an N, that's fair, but, you know, Trackmania. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah you know what we got more skull and bones um i popped pretty hard for rayman to be included in the uh is the dlc for the rabbits game um you know everything everything outside of the assassin's creed showcase was just very yeah okay kind of boring very light year you know it's kind of like okay ubisoft got a lot in the tank for next year there was no the set going dark and three green lights. Um, there never is. They keep messing <laughs> up. They keep fucking it up. They're waiting so, for crowds, I guess, maybe. Yeah. Like, I think it's just very much a case of, you know, this year they're like, we've got Assassin's Creed 15 years anniversary. Um, we're going to 
go and invest a whole bunch of time into that. It was literally half the Ubisoft thing, so yeah, yeah that's why I was yeah. like, let's just. They literally should have done them in two different days. Nearly should have, but yeah. Or they should have just, you know, not done the first half and just been like, fuck <laughs> it, we'll just do an Assassin's Creed one. Um, so there was some stuff I definitely liked in here. I probably liked half of this and not, like, if I went through, like, you, Mythic Quest Season 3 trailer, fuck yeah. Um, yes. You know, like, the Netflix stuff I thought was pretty cool. The A few of the Div- Division announcements I quite liked, and the Mario Plus Rabbit stuff I was really excited about. I thought that was really great. So let's just jump into that, because that's what kicked off the show. They had about... 10 minutes on Mario Plus Rabbids, I think, once you combine the gameplay with the cinematic trailer and all this other sort of stuff. Um, but this game looks... As someone... Like, I was very excited for the first Mario Plus Rabbids game, and then I fell off it because I just... I found it too hard. Like, not even, like, in a fun hard way. It was just, like, annoyingly hard. Like, I wasn't enjoying... That, it's like that fine line between, like, it's difficult, but I'm still enjoying it sort of thing. I was like, I don't know why this game's so hard for a Mario Plus Rabbids tactical game i was like this game Damn. shouldn't be that hard i feel like it's just mario plus rabbit's game telling you to keep good. yeah it really was and i found it <laughs> i found it quite annoying Did you write an article about why you quit no i should have though i could have got some good clicks for the yeah. website um but this gameplay they showed off I, like so there's a lot of changes between the gameplay between this and the the original because this now the combat is um real time instead of uh turn-based so like all the actions happening as you do them it makes the game just all in all, feel a lot more lively, and um, you're not just like. But it's still turn based. It's turn based, yeah. but you, you like it's. It's not everybody wait for everybody to. No, no, yeah, yeah. Do their moves and then go. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the combination they've also added a lot more ways the characters can like the, in the previous game you could do power moves like team up moves, but they were always sort of like it was just like it doesn't seem as f- at least based on this gameplay trailer that it doesn't it. Seems a lot more fluent, I guess, in this, or just, like, easier, or stuff that just makes a lot more sense and cooler, I guess, at the same time. I like the way how it's all sort of coming together. And then I also like the the addition they show for the the sparks themselves, these creatures that you can uh, pick and choose for different characters to bring into battle, and it gives them different powers that you can, you can then use. So that adds a lot of... Uh, variability to the the way you can go into different battles and the fact that you can pick uh it seems at least that you can pick at the start of every battle which three characters uh you're bringing into battle or four characters whatever it is um that you bring into battle and what sparks you're bringing so you don't need to like set up your team uh, at the start of the level and then you're stuck with them for that level unless you go back to the start to sort of switch party members or you know some some combination of gameplay mechanic like that it's just at the start you can you can change them up and stuff so um but yeah this level this they showcase where you've got um what the fuck is that the giant caterpillar thing called i already fucking forgot no idea mr oh wiggler wiggler the wiggler, the yeah, wiggler. um like i i thought this yeah like as a level design as well i thought this looked really cool like having this giant thing running alongside while you're fighting stuff on the train and uh whatever else and then the little tidbits they showed of exploring the overworld and uh, the location that they were showing off here where there's like heaps of secrets and stuff to find all in all like it's hard to tell like just based off this because it is a, a trailer obviously but it even looked like exploring seems to reap more rewards than the first game and stuff so i'm pretty keen for this and it's out next month i i'm, I'm hoping that this lives up more to what i thought the first one would be because yeah i i think this looks pretty cool i was quite impressed with the gameplay and everything um yeah, it Ash, does look a lot more dynamic than the, the, the first, first one, one does yeah. like especially with the, obviously this level looks vastly improved to all the grid based yeah kind of combat and stuff for the uh, first one yeah or the first one so 
You gonna play it? Uh, right? uh, maybe I never got around to playing the first one. Mm. I know the game is around the house somewhere, but okay. Yeah, you know, maybe. Yeah. Um, it's out October twentieth, so just right around the corner, really. Um, and then yeah, as Kieran said before, they did announce that they have a bunch of they have three DLCs in uh, uh, in plan for for post-launch of which the third one will add Rayman to the game so you're mm. actually going to be able to play Rayman and Mario on a team together um, which is and Rabbids and Rabbids yeah true I guess but for the first time oh, they'll all be in a game properly together so that's kind of cool um, crazy Skull and Bones was up Nick um, the latest trailer didn't really show off too much um Kieran's walked off because either he decides he likes this game now or I don't know. Like, I thought at the bit was Ash liked it now. I can't remember what the bit was. What's it? Is it the bit or do you just like this game? Um, you know, I'm not going to play it probably. One, because it's God of War is going to be out pretty much the same day. Um, and you know, they've pretty much turned into you playing it as the boat. They tried to trick us into thinking you weren't playing as a boat, but you're playing as the boat. I mean, you the boat. I feel like I saw someone tweet it, and I can't remember who it was. But Not the best of all time, <clears throat> just the boat. Someone tweeted uh, that, and I didn't realise this, but apparently all those people that they got to pl- uh, like do talk on a video streamers or whatever are all very prominent Sea of Thieves streamers. I don't know. No, no, they're not. Well, they're not. I know none of them. Well, that's what someone was saying. They, no, oh, no, you're, they, are you, Kieran, are you a massive uh, Sea of Thieves fan? Uh, no. <laughs> but if they were going to do, you know, they would include it, like ugh. the thing is, even if it's just for Sea of Thieves, I expected to have heard of some of them. They were just—they all looked like they were getting paid. <laughs> they were all looked like they were some C tier. They all looked like they were reading some cue cards. You know what I like, mean? <laughs> Sixty viewer Andes that were given a payday <laughs> to uh, to That's to play terrible. to to kind of review the game and to see about the thing. Okay. You know, if they were going to, they'd have somebody um, like Summit, who Summit was very largely involved in Sea of Thieves um, for the longest time, but I don't think they could afford him. Um, I just, well, yeah, you I know, know, he's got kids committed to Sea of Thieves. You know. These are people who didn't quite hit it big enough in Sea of Thieves. Like, That's, this is the you know next what, big thing. That makes it even fucking worse. This is, That's... it's like, you know, this is, this is the people who, like, jumped onto the NFT thing. Like, yeah, this is, this is going to be the next big thing. I'm gonna make sure I'm here on the ground floor. Yeah, I um, I'm pr- as someone who went from being excited to this game to not really caring anymore. Um, the only cool thing I think from this trailer was announced that the game will have crossplay at launch. That's cool. Like, I think that'll help its. Uh, it needed it. Yeah, I was about to say. I think that's gonna definitely help its. Uh, if if it's gonna have any life in it, I feel like crossplay at launch is needed. It will have a life. It will have a very niche audience, much in the way that you know, For Honor has a niche audience, and uh, a bunch of their other ga- Riders Republic, I assume, has a very niche well, audience. Yeah, if you want to skip it, Riders Republic gets an announcement for season four. I was like, season four. <laughs> There was seasons to this game? Like, what the fuck is going on there? That's crazy. Uh, I mean, look, I, I still kind of want to play the game. In fact, I think I got a coat. <laughs> like, but I just never even played it. <laughs> I think they sent me two. Yeah, they did, actually. Ubisoft sent two. Jacob reviewed it for us. I was reviewing something else. I never played it. Anyway, he reviewed this for us. He, I think he, from memory, he liked it. Like, he thought it was fine. So. It does. 
does sound that's familiar. ring a bell. I mean, in general, I think old reviews were like the game's fine, but I was like, this game has seasons. That's crazy. Anyway, they're adding BMXs now, so it's already up to season. How did four? they not have BMXs? Oh, I don't know. Wasn't bikes was one of the game? Public? Yeah, they're being yeah, they're, motorbikes. Motorbikes. they're motorbikes. Motorbikes. Like, yeah. yeah, I could. I could. T- if I if you were like Dylan, we're fucking like riders and public super fans. Like, come play the game with us. I could very easily see myself being like, if if I, if you were playing this, I could definitely play this. You know what I mean? Like, it, it would only take yeah. people to play. Like, I, I I'm not like this game looks terrible. Like the game to me has always looked fun. I'm just like this definitely seems like it's way more fun if you're playing with people, not just. This would be a game I would try if it was on Game Pass or... Did you uh, know you can get one month free or a week free of Ubisoft Plus or whatever the fuck they kept talking about throughout the entirety of the show? It was a month. Was it a month? Yeah. Did you know? Yeah. Did you know? No. Okay. Yeah. Also, Jacob gave it an 8.5. 8.5. There you go. So... It's pretty high. Pretty high. Pretty high up there. I thought I I remember him enjoying it. Um, The Division 2 is apparently still getting content. Uh... Year five of the Division Two. Do Ubisoft games ever really? <laughs> no, apparently not. So yeah, apparently you... unless you hyperscape. Apparently, oof, oof, or soon to be roller champions. Oof, oof, or beyond good and evil too. If you're a Tom Clancy game, you never die unless you're Heartlands. Uh, like Ghost Recon. Heartlands, I mean, so. yeah, beyond good and evil. That's kind of more like a miscarriage. Yeah. Oh you my die. god. Mate, mate, it's okay. Everybody, we're all part of the the first Beyond Good and Evilers club that was or Rainbow Six put Siege. Up there fucking years ago, yeah. Or whatever the game was called prior before they rebooted it, which I have a T-shirt for somewhere. Did I ever tell you that? I'll probably mention it before. I pre-ordered Rainbow Six. What now is Siege? Right, that's what's called now, right? Yeah, I, pre- I think it's always been called Siege. Yeah. But yeah. So I pre-ordered the game prior to that. When it had a single player mode and everything, and there's, you can probably still find the trailer out there for the original re- release of that game. I pre-ordered the game. There, you got given a T-shirt when you pre-ordered it. Um, then they, they didn't come out for like a couple of years. Eventually, they scrapped it. It became what now is Rainbow Six Siege, um, and I didn't end up buying that. So I got a free T-shirt because I moved my money to another pre-order. So fucking. Bam, and that's a collector's item because the game doesn't even exist anymore. Ash, I can tell with his eyes, is like quickly scanning like Wikipedia or some shit trying to find like what the original story behind this is. Yeah, I can't find anything yeah. straight away. So. You're telling me I'm making this up? I'm not fucking making so. this up. <laughs> Rainbow Six Siege before Siege. <laughs> is that a real sentence? Uh, oh, there's a video here. Rainbow Six Siege in 2015 versus 2021. Oh, no, hold on. That's just probably what... It's just comparing them. Yeah, it's just comparing them. Um, Rainbow's cancelled Rainbow... Patriots. No. That's, I think that's what it was. That sounds correct. Patriots sounds like a real game. Maybe? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Damn that's man. it. That is the game. That's what it's called. Rainbow Six... Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Patriots is a cancelled first-person video game part of Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six series announced on the cover of December 2011 issue of Game Informer. It was also to be published by Ubisoft and developed by the company's Montreal studio of additional development by Ubisoft Toronto Redstorm Entertainment. Due to the death of Tom Clancy in October 2013, concern was raised that the game would become the last to bear his name. Ubisoft has since said that they'll continue putting Tom Clancy's names on the Tom Clancy titles to off, uh, out of respect to the late author. Patriots was cancelled in 2014 after it was announced in 2011. Instead, Ubisoft started development on a new Rainbow Six game called Siege. 
So, there you go. See? I didn't make this up. It was a real game. Incredible. So, where is it? Show. Yeah. Um, in a box somewhere. Say, can you go put it on? I do not have it easy access because I don't wear it. Wear it. Packs? Yeah, no. <laughs> wear it to packs. If you wear it day two or packs the morning of. But if I wear a shirt that says Rainbow Six Patriots, which I presume is what has on it, people are going to think I'm like a really? fucking Donald Trump supporter or some shit. <laughs> 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 you know? Yeah. Check on eBay. Wait. How much? You're, you're not? MAGA for life! <laughs> no, you did a shit job with that. You're no, yeah, you're no yeah. Donald Trump fan. Tip my hat. I'm trying to pretend I've got a cap on it. Wish I had a cap. Oh, hold on. Wait, so you have a Rainbow Six Siege, but you don't have a cap. Oh, that's... This is this has gone infinitely worse. He didn't have a normal cap. It's, yeah, it's a, that's certainly a red hat. MAGA for life. Is that a it? I tip my hat you, to you, you sir. Stop the steal. Stop the steal. Lock her up. Build the wall! <laughs> what about them emails? <laughs> we don't have time to stop the podcast, so you need to keep wearing that. That would declassify. That would declassify an email! What about emails? You talk about Build my wall! Stay out of my country! Hillary King! <laughs> yeah, so the division. The division of Patriots is what I am. I'm a true. I'm a true goddamn. True goddamn. I truly am a goddamn patriot. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yeah? What? What happened? I felt like I got controlled. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder, you know, like. <laughs> so what you're saying is the cap from Super Mario Odyssey is Trump supporter. Cappy is a true blue MAGA supporter. <laughs> <laughs> stick with his red cap brethren. Meanwhile, the cap from Minish Cap, the green hat. Left as fuck. <laughs> Voted Bernie. <laughs> uh, what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying. The division, right? The division, right. That's how we got, yeah. I need, I need a sip of water, I swear to God. <laughs> I broke Kieran. You right there, Kieran? No, he shakes his head. It's fine. We'll move on. Uh, the Division Heartland. So, uh, this is the free-to-play standalone adventure survival game. Eh, looks alright, I guess. That's about my thoughts on that. I'll play it, maybe. It's it didn't look very good, did it? Not really. I mean, it's free-to-play, so I it's can try a- it, but yeah. It's, uh... Yeah, I've got to be honest. If you if you watch the... Tra- I just opened up the trailer for the mobile game, which we'll talk, to in a sec- we'll talk about in a second. I think the mobile game looks about as good as this. So, you know, which one is the mobile game, really? I suspect it was probably both. Maybe it's both. Maybe they're Why like, not both? 
Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'll, pro- I'll probably try it. Free to play. I like how they keep talking about, like, it'll add lore to the universe. I'm like, who gives a fuck about the, the Division lore? But anyway. Um, hey, the Division lore's pretty cool. I mean, the base for the story is cool, but I don't know, like, if there's, like, to continue after that, I don't know if I care about... I played both games. I have no idea about any of the characters or what happened, you know? And then when they announced the Division Resurgence, well, they probably already announced this, but anyway. Uh, the Division Resurgence is a mobile game. Their trailer showed off that the Dark Zone's coming to it. This looks pretty cool for a mobile game, again. I feel that was, like, my, my takeaway. It was a decent-looking mobile game. The fact that you're going to have a, a Division game in the palm of your hands that you let you play PvP in the Dark Zone, that's pretty cool. So, and for, I guess the thing, again, for people who are like, why the fuck do they keep making mobile games? Mobile games is a huge market. Uh, it makes a lot of, ma- mo- a lot of money. Um, a lot of people actually like playing games on their phone more than consoles because it's just easier for them. And people spend a bunch of money on good phones and just... It's true. I hate to break it to you, Kieran, but it's true. As much as it blows your mind. It's it's just a simple fact of life. So, uh, I mean, yeah, this looks pretty good, I feel, for... yeah. For, I don't know if it's exactly where I'd want to play the Division, as I have every other console in the world, but kind of cool. Uh, then they announced Rainbow Six Mobile's coming. So they did a bunch of alpha tests. There's an upcoming beta test. Um, it's only going to be for Android users, and it's not coming to Australia. So there's all the fuck you Apple and fuck you Australia. Anyway, uh, the new beta will give you access to a battle pass or whatever else. I feel like having Rainbow Six Mobile be successful would be a high priority for Ubisoft because Call of Duty does so well. Um, as a first-person shooter and on the mobile. So they've, mm. they've shown that there is definitely a market um, and a place for a high-quality, uh, well-produced... Because as I said, I played that. Like, I I put probably uh, nearly an hour into Call of Duty Mobile just to... Because, you know, after, after it was in the game, you know, it was always, like, nominated That's and winning. That's what they're looking and, for, people to play one hour of the game. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it's not something I'm going to sit there and play forever, but I did play, like, a few rounds, Team Deathmatch and whatever else, and it... Well, I was shocked how good it looked, how well it played with touch controls and everything. Like, I was like, I get it, like, to a degree. I, I, I get it to a degree. Not for me, but I get it. Uh, Netflix, Netflix games. So then Ubisoft announced a partnership with Netflix to bring three exclusive games to Netflix over the next year. So the first of which I think is the most exciting. So Valiant Hearts 2 is coming to um, the platform. So a sequel to Valiant Hearts. It's been coming from the original creator. Uh, it's coming in January of next year. That's that's pretty damn cool. Pretty good get, I would say. Uh, then Valiant they said one was pretty amazing. Sorry, Valiant Hearts one was pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you gonna play this? Uh, probably not. Yeah, okay, because it's on your phone. So yeah. Uh, then you've got the next chapter of Mighty Quest. I don't actually know what that means, but anyway. Uh, and then there's an Assassin's Creed game coming. Uh, one of two. We'll talk about that one in a little bit. But so an Assassin's Creed game as well. So all of these games will be exclusive to Netflix. What that means, I know we've talked about this before, but I still feel it's something that Netflix is trying to push by adding games to the service over the last couple of months, is if you log into Netflix's app on your phone, there is a way to access games. Now, this is where and how all these things work. There is not a separate Netflix app. There's not a separate like subscription service. It's hey, if you have Netflix, you get access to these games. We've talked about previously how Netflix has hired, uh, I think he was an XEA dude or whatever it was to like head up their games department and stuff. Netflix is very much trying to push more into the games market, and I feel like this partnership with Ubisoft to get a bunch of exclusive games on their service, I think, is a good idea. 
Um, they are, of course, also working on the live-action Assassin's Creed Netflix series, which I presume is going to come out next year or something like that. Uh, then we got a trailer for Mythic Quest Season 3. Looks fucking awesome. Yeah. I liked all the crypto meta metaverse jokes and stuff. That was good shit. Um, it was a, a lot going on in this trailer to the point that I was like, have I missed a season? But <laughs> it's, just, it's been so long. It's been so long, yeah. I guess that's the thing. Um, I'm pretty sure been so long. the last season came out start of last year. And then they had the COVID specials and whatever else. No, like, let me just double check. Oh, the actual second season. Like, no myth. Yeah, it season two came out early 2020. Okay. I can't remember. Honestly, it feels like it has been forever. Kieran, have you ever started this show? No. You should. I realized after, because I only did the trial of Apple TV mm. the, other, the other week to watch Ted Lasso. I should have also oh. watched this, and I didn't. Yeah, well, you should. Guess you'll have to give Apple some money. You know you, you, know you could have had, they, you know you could have had a year free, right? They gave you they gave yeah. you about eight months to redeem a year free, and you failed to do so. So all you had to do was open the yeah. Apple TV app on your PS5. Yeah. Huh? So for I'm not yeah. even joking. I think it was about eight months because it was originally six months, and then they extended it a couple months more. All you had to do was log into Apple TV account on the PS5, and they gave you a free year. And even I, who already had a subscription, just got a free year added onto what I was already paying That's for. Fine. Yeah. But it's fun. It's crazy because websites like ExplosionNetwork.com actually post a news story saying that this is the thing that you should do. Mm-hmm. Damn, I missed it's it. It's crazy. Probably need to. I'm pretty sure we Proof. talked about it on this podcast. Pretty sure, yeah. Most likely. Yeah. Most likely. That's crazy. It's crazy. Probably tweeted about it yeah. from the Ad Explosion pod. It, it really makes Maybe. me feel like eight months isn't enough time for everyone to like do something like this. I know that doing it probably takes like five minutes, but eight months, pff, it's not a lot of time, is it? Is it Kieran? Yeah. It's not a lot of time. It's barely any time. It's not a lot of time, is it? I think you... I, you're overestimating the amount I care about Apple TV and having access to it, whether that's free or not. Yo, you fucking care. What, the Emmy Award and Oscar-winning content on Apple TV Plus? Coda. Severance. The Beastie Boys movie. <laughs> Ted Lasso. I, w- I watched that. And, like, it's coming Snoopy. back. Snoopy. Snoopy. Mariah Carey Christmas special. Which Christmas is coming up. Kieran, yes. Christmas Guys. is coming which, up. Which show? Where the what fuck show? are what you watching about? Mariah Carey this Christmas time, Kieran? No. Dylan, are you okay? Has it been a long day? I've been up since 4.45, so yes, it's been a long day. Yeah, okay, it's one of those <laughs> and then days it's, it's, uh, Lucky we don't have to record a bunch yeah, of stuff. It's, I, it's, <laughs> I was going to say, I bail after I got one. stock take tomorrow. Goes, I all day preparing for stock take after being up since 4.45. and I was out. I was nearly late to work because I was fucking writing news articles trying to get them up. Oh, fucking ridiculous. Anyway, hey, what what shall we do? Trackmania was next. So Trackmania is coming to consoles, as I talked about before, so we can't cover that. Rocksmith, they showed a trailer. I don't know what the fuck they were talking about other than the fact that it's a game. Uh, Just Dance 2023 is a game. You can play online with friends now. That was my, I think, the the takeaway from that. I mean, that. smart move, really. Mm. This seems like a thing they needed to do if they hadn't already. Yeah. You know? They should have done it, I don't know, like two COVID. years ago when COVID started, but it's fine. Better yeah. late than Can never. Imagine? Better late than never. Crazy. Can you imagine if that was in place? Like, everybody would be playing. I feel like this is a very weirdly cut together trailer, especially when they're like, here's the songs that are going to be in the in the game. And you don't use any of the music. It's just one licensed song. Yep. 
Of everything? They couldn't be fuck paying for this. That's fine. I miss the on-stage dances. I couldn't pay for it. That's what I miss. On-stage crazy dances. Yeah. Yusuf did his best, but yeah. yeah. Right, let's move into the next part. Assassin's Creed Showcase. So... Alright, we'll run for all the announcements, but let, let's get the... I want to get the number one thing out of the way, which is that Kieran apparently was so enamoured by this Assassin's Creed part of the showcase that he's like, oh, that's it. I'm going to fucking play all the games. He can barely play anything that comes out from t- year 2022. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I, I said it would be cool to play all the games. I am tempering my own expectations is I will barely get through the first one. I was going to say, there's no way. So you've installed the first one on what? I installed my first one on the first one on my Xbox. On the Xbox? So like, so like uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, right? No. No, I'm talking about like... Like, a, like Black Flag then? No, no. No, like, like the the, the Ezio collection before, before that the, you know the, the the original game that hasn't been remastered so you mm. have to play no that's the just the that's the uh, Michael Fassbender movie trivia question Ash who is the lead character of the first Assassin's Creed game go <laughs> no idea it's Altair you no know? fucking Altair 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 is awesome Altair. Oh, okay. he's like Come edgy on. as fuck the true edgelord um yeah, so I reckon you get about halfway and stop. The thing is, right? I have no, I have no. I reckon I make it through Assassin's Creed Two. So you're saying you're going to finish Assassin's Creed One? Yes, just for the sake of I'm just going to beeline it through the story. I'm not going to do any of the bullshit side yeah. quests. I'm not going to collect anything extra. I'm just going to play the story. And, and then you're saying you're going to beat Assassin's Creed Two, or just play Assassin's Creed Two? Yeah, I love the shit out of Assassin's Creed 2 when it first came out, so I am definitely will play Assassin's Creed 2 and beat it. There's, well, there's... I think the one that'll get me unstuck is Revelations. will get me massively unstuck. So you reckon you're going to beat Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed 2 Brotherhood? Yeah. Not Assassin's Creed Revelations? No. So I never, I never played Revelations. I started Revelations and it had a weird storyline, so I stopped. Mm. Okay, so what part? Right. What part of this showcase, or was it just the general Assassin's Creed love? There's just an Assassin's. I love like, Assassin's wow, Creed. Wow, it's 15 years old. No, I don't give a fuck about 15 years old. Exactly, 15 is a dumb. We apologise to a 15 oh year old. Oh my god, listeners. not again! No, not again. 15's fuck okay, 15 I guess. Um, no, I think I don't know. Watching this and just the amount of uh, Assassin's Creed characters played by real people that kind of look the same. Um, really got the, the I don't know I love the Assassin's Creed in terms of it's just my style of fiction it's um, I love secret society stuff um, you know if I could just play all the Assassin's Creed games minus the real life aspect of it like the modern day Animus um, or whatever it's called you're gonna Animus love crap, you're gonna like, love the fact that that's exactly how they're gonna be going forward yeah, if it's just that, that's all. Oh, I <laughs> yes, they are. Like, oh, if it's just that, I'd much have much more fun with the game because I think the anime stuff just went batshit crazy um, to a point where it just was no longer interesting. Yeah, I mean, I was I, I was sort of like they did a hype reel or whatever and showed all the characters and stuff. And I was like, man, everybody just diving off buildings. Yeah, I was like, I've played like I haven't played like every to, game, but I played the majority of the games. Even to go back and like, I never played Syndicate, and I didn't give Unity that was a, a hot try because Unity was a stars your cousin was hot garbage. 
You didn't and play I the never, one set I in England? I never played that far into Assassin's Creed 3. <laughs> just like... <laughs> I'm trying to look which ones I didn't play. Hold on. Where's the, where's the list? Like, let's go down the list here. Assassin's Creed 1, 2007. So let's, let's, do a, let's do a tick off here. Played it? No. Played it. Are you gonna say no to everyone? You're out, Ash. Yeah. Fuck off. You're not. I just say no. I just skip it. How have you avoided Assassin's Creed, Ash? I don't know. It's just yeah. It's just, my brother was into it, it, so I just let him have it. You know. Right. Okay. Let being... bond yeah. No, much. that's what happens when you're brothers. All right. Assassin's Creed Two. Played it. Yeah. Finished it. Brotherhood. Yep. Finished it. Revelations. Started. Didn't even start it. All right. So that's what. Assassin's Creed Three. Started, got past the prologue. Prologue was way too fucking long. Didn't even start it. Black Flag? Played it and didn't get that far into it. Loved it. 100%. So I dived off two kind of... Rogue? No, never played it, but want to desperately. Never played it either. Uh, Unity? Started it, gave up because it was a buggy mess. Finished it. Syndicate? Never played it. Finished it. Awesome. Origins? Barely started it. Played about probably 10 hours, didn't finish it. Odyssey? Put in a lot of time, but still didn't get very far into the game. Somehow got the platinum in it. I had the time somehow. Valhalla? Played it. Put a decent amount of time into it. Didn't get very far. Yeah. I played a lot. I feel like I've barely even... What I'm hearing is you collected a lot of feathers, Kieran. It's not even feathers. It's just different stuff. Like Valhalla... I think majority of my playtime was like in Asgard and like even just the first Asgard section you play and just 100%ing that section and then doing my classic burnout doing absolutely everything and then give up. There's a bunch of spin-off games too. I was like surprised how many. There's a lot. I've never played any of like the Liberties yeah. or any of the PSP games so or the mobile Assassin's games. Assassin's Creed Altair's Chronicles me, which is a uh DS game. What the fuck? Assassin's Creed Bloodlines is a PSP game. I haven't played any of these. Assassin's Creed Discovery is a Nintendo DS game. Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation was the PSP... Oh, sorry, PSV game. I always wanted to play that, but I never played it. Assassin's Creed Pirates is a mobile game. Assassin's Creed Freedom Cries DLC. I did play that. Assassin's Creed... Assassin's Creed Chronicles is the first of three Chronicles games. I've played all of these, I think, or... I definitely played China. I haven't finished any of them, though. Uh, Then you got India and Russia... Um, Assassin's Creed Identity is apparently a mobile game I've never even heard of that Assassin's Creed Arno's Chronicles is an Android game apparently and Assassin's Creed Rebellion is a, also a mobile game what the fuck there's so many mobile games I've never heard of them crazy um, the next game in the franchise and the first one they showed off in the showcase though is Assassin's Creed Mirage which will star uh Basim, a character that is seen in Valhalla. However, this game takes twenty years uh, takes place twenty years prior to Valhalla, so you get to see this character sort of grow uh, and become the same sort of assassin that you see in Valhalla. Uh, Rasham is the other key character in the game, going to play the mentor, and she is voiced by fuck, I can never pronounce her Shora Aglid. I can never pronounce her name. I'm so sorry. Anyway, the the dude in the showcase, like I know who she is because she's like her voice. And that's the thing. The dude kept being like, oh, such a memorable voice or whatever. And it's sort of like, I'm like, I right, do calm down. But also I'm like, 
Yes, I get it. Because she does have, like, probably one of the most <laughs> recognizable sort of, like, graspy voices, I feel like, in, um, in actresses. Um, so this one's coming out next year. This is the next upcoming Assassin's Creed game. I think this one looks pretty fucking good to me. This is what I want in an Assassin's Creed game. The trailer very much brings this, and they talk about the fact that this isn't an open-world Assassin's Creed game. This is back to your sort of, um, I guess, your city layouts of the, the typical games, not your full open-world um, structure of the last few um, and the trailer definitely gives you the vibe that it's focused more on the stealth elements and um, like hiding and all this sort of stuff uh, stealing and whatever it's else going back to the right back to the roots of the franchise so yeah. I'm pretty keen for this how do you how do you feel about this one Karen? like this is why like this is actually what made me want to play Assassin's Creed 1 again because the this just screams like it's a modern day creation of Assassin's Creed 1 in many ways, even though it isn't. It, is, it doesn't have Artair. It isn't a remaster. It's kind of ridiculous now looking at it. I'm like, why the fuck haven't you guys gone back and remastered or remade the first game? You did it with the Ezio Collection. You've done it with Assassin's Creed 3. Why haven't you touched Assassin's Creed 1? Maybe it's because people just think the gameplay hasn't aged very well or it's going to take too much work. Um, but It's 100% the gameplay hasn't aged well and you're about to discover that. So Yeah, I know. It's going to suck. <laughs> um, but no, I'm. Um, I think this looks amazing. I think it's full of character. Um, it, it brings Assassin's Creed back to. I don't want to say a, a. I think it is. It's a smaller scale story. I think the last two have been maybe a little bit too grand and too, too much buried in the. Hey, the gods are real, and there's a whole bunch of supernatural shit. Um, I just think this has now gone to a point where it is bit more grounded a bit more um kind of resting a lot more on the historical side of things without needing to dive into mythology to kind of fill up fill up and expand the game yeah i mean this seems to just be based on the fact that the one dude he kills like drops a mask or whatever this seems to just pull it all the way back to your, your typical it's just like assassins versus templars and there's probably some bad guy ruling over the city whatever of baghdad or whatever i don't know you know like some typical that's who perceives okay <laughs> Sorry, I just literally unlocked my phone and the first thing was like an IGN page that was like AC Mirage. Well, I don't know if you got, I was going to say, uh, you, unless you, like he doesn't show up right, like he doesn't show up until maybe like 10 hours into the game or something, but mm, depends uh, how slow roughly. you play. He's like yeah. the reason that um, Ivar becomes an assassin yeah. and starts doing the yeah, yeah, assassin yeah. work. Um, it's because of him. Yeah. So... The thing was, I was very confused. I was like, "Why do people talk about Basim as if he is?" Like yeah, he's a, a problem. He's a main character in the game, so he's he's a main character. But I was like, people are talking about it like I should know who yeah. Basim is, and it's like, oh, from Valhalla, that makes yeah. sense. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, I, do you don't know who Basim is, Karen? Fuck off, actually. <laughs> um, I heard a quick question before we continue, Ash. Like, but as we can, he's from Baghdad. <laughs> as we continue going over all this assassin, who's Edward Conway right now? Hockey player? <laughs> <laughs> Go quack yourself out of this podcast. That was uh, Charlie's Conway dad. was the surname from... Yeah, it's Charlie's yeah. dad. No. No. Prove me it's not. <laughs> um, if you just type in Edward Conway, it'll come up with the leading protagonist. Of the the guy who Black plays Black. that character okay. in Assassin's Creed Black Flag is uh, the same actor who plays Constantine. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Uh-huh. Yep. Interesting. There you go. His likeness is used <laughs> and it's his voice and whatever else, you know. 
full mocap performance and stuff. There's my trivia there. Maybe you should play that. Maybe you should, because you like him, right? Yeah. yeah. I will say, right, I don't know, this is a minor thing that I just want to... I, of course, loading in, I was like, I have to check where my Assassin's Creed, if it's in my library, if it was on Game Pass, it was in my library. They've changed the icons of the new uh, Assassin's Creed games on the Xbox to all nice, neat, this, like, black leather with, like, the gold font and the gold icons on them now. Really? Like, all the older like ones? The, or? the icon for the games. Yeah, so, like, Black Flag, Odyssey, Origins, which I was surprised I owned so many on Xbox. Um, maybe they're Game Pass uh, titles or something. Um, I mean, uh, Xbox Gold no, titles. No, they're in my library. Just Xbox titles. Gold titles, maybe. No? Uh, no. It's, it's actually stuff I bought and just played them there. Okay. Um, yeah, so Mirage looks really cool. Uh, so then we got the reveal that Beyond the Creed is out. Uh, this is a roughly 10 minute, was it 11 minutes, 28 seconds exactly, um, documentary that's on YouTube right now. You can watch Ubisoft produce their own little, uh, looking back 15 year anniversary documentary about, uh, the uh, Assassin's Creed franchise. I'm probably going to watch this tonight when I get into bed. I'm keen to check it out. I know I saw Danny Dwyer tweeting like in support of like more studios just sort of doing their own internal documentaries and stuff because it's good to see um, and good habit and stuff, which I would totally agree with. I, th- I think these things, even if they're just short like this, like 10 minutes is still, um, still probably going to be interesting. It's not going to blow your mind in 10 minutes, but I'm still keen to watch it for sure. Um, then they revealed Assassin's Creed Valhalla, a game that came out 20 years ago, is still getting uh, expansions and DLC. Uh, has, an Assassin's, sorry, has an Assassin's Creed ever had this many no. DLCs and expansions? No. Because this is a lot. Like yeah. The reason I haven't gone back and finished the game is because I'm like, it's not done yet. Gotta wait till it's finished. <laughs> yeah. Gotta wait till it's all out. <laughs> Gonna wait. Anyway, the the next update is called the last chapter, and it will be the last chapter. So this is the last DLC they're doing. Um, apparently, it's gonna just like tie up a lot of loose ends and um, storylines that have not been finished up from old other expansions and main game and whatever else. Anyway, it's a free update, so you can't complain. You don't have to pay for it. Hoorah! So if you're like me and you've been waiting for the game to be out and ready, now's your time to dive in. <laughs> Uh, then we got a teaser for... And now we go into the long list of fucking codenames. So the first one was for a open-world mobile game. So its codename is Assassin's Creed, codename Jade. So this is not the mobile game that's coming to Netflix. This is a separate mobile game, just to be the clarification there. They, they very quickly threw out there. But So there is two Assassin's Creed mobile games coming. Uh, but this one is set in China. Uh, the idea of having a full, massive, open-world Assassin's Creed game on a mobile... Assassin's Creed world on a mobile platform, I think is pretty cool, like, just as a an idea and stuff. Of course, you'd have to see it in hand and see how it plays and stuff like that. I don't know if I... Again, I don't know if me personally running around Assassin's... Like, a big open world on mobile device is something I want to do on my mobile phone. I'm sure there's going to be an audience. That's totally fine. I think the interesting thing for this one is the fact that you can create your own character. That's the other little tidbit I thought was... Because it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, they're like, this game doesn't really matter. Just create your own character. Fucking doesn't matter. So... Um, but I mean, look, graphically and whatever, it looked pretty cool for like, as far as mobile games go, I thought it looked, looked decent from what we saw, but I would have just like, I need to see some gameplay and like stuff like that. Um, what have we got next year? They announced there's a bunch of 15th anniversary gear, including an art book. That's the only thing I would probably care about if I was to go splurge out some money on something would be buying the Assassin's Creed 15th anniversary art book. That'd be kind of cool to have, but statues and whatever else, whatever. Um, Assassin's Creed codename Red was the next one. 
So this game is the one that everyone's sort of been clamoring for for years. It is the Assassin's Creed game set during feudal Japan. You play as a fucking ninja. That's the... Samurai. Yeah. Or ninja samurai. Yeah. Shinobi. Play as a shinobi, yeah. Shinobi. Which is, this is, ex- this, is this is what people have been asking for, I think, since That's Assassin's like Creed 2. Poisoning people. So. And it's dishonorable. Yeah. And then you have to kill that, your uncle or spare him. And cause his own dishonor. I think that's a... Are you going to wear an orange outfit and then wear like a blue band, uh, headband and then like eat ramen? I think... I think he's talking about... And a, run with your arms out. I think he's talking about a different game. Like but a, that is an interesting point for this. How, how do you feel... And maybe, how do you feel about this coming out now after Ghost of Tsushima? Do you feel like it's not going to have the same, like... I think it's fine. Yeah. I think it. I think it's good because I think it will do the stealth aspect in a different way, if that makes sense. Hopefully. Like, I don't think it'll be... I think Ghost of Tsushima is very historically accurate and grounded in a lot of ways and is supposed to be uh, a lot more focused on the samurai aspect of things. Um, whereas I think this will be a lot more, uh, I guess, Assassin's Creed stealth, where things are a little bit more dumber. You're, you know, doing lots more stealth takedowns. You're using a hidden blade. You've got a hidden katana blade that like goes out all the way across your arm. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I think it'll be good. I don't think it'll be interesting to compare the two, but I still think we'll have a couple more years before it comes out. So we'll be even further removed from Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, but there'll be Ghost of Tsushima two out by Tsushima. then. So yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. We yeah, know they're making it. So, um, Ash, uh, you haven't played yeah. a single Assassin's Creed, but Assassin's Creed Ghost of Tsushima is that does that intrigue you? I mean, yeah, it sounds interesting. I mean, uh, the only I would imagine it would be more uh, city based than maybe Ghost of Tsushima was, uh, where it was a lot more rural locations yeah uh you know so a lot more rooftops and temples and things for you to scale and that kind of stuff so that could obviously make it feel a lot more different than ghost of shima um yeah it sounds intriguing uh yeah what what makes you pick up an assassin's creed game time (laughs) (laughs) they're in a time investment right i mean i do have valhalla like installed on my ps5 right now Okay. It's, fr- it's like, free. With- oh, maybe I was just waiting and play Origins first because that's the like the first one of this new reboot of the series, right? That only counts for the modern day stuff, and even then, don't worry about it. Okay. No one pays attention to this. <laughs> no one pays attention to the story in any of these games. No one gives a fuck. The modern day. Stuff no, but is if I play well. Valhalla, I won't be able to go back. Is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yes, you will. But you won't want to anyway. So. You won't like. You're like worried about time, but you're trying to prepare yourself for suddenly having so much time to play all of these games. To go back. And I don't think Valhalla doesn't improve on the the systems enough to make it redundant to play the ones before it. It's just kind of more of the same. Valhalla's more Odyssey. Yes. Like literally the same, I think. I don't feel like much changes. Um, You're a Viking. There's the change. Instead of a great Yeah. Um, then we got Assassin's Creed codename Hexe, 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 um, which I assume is a Assassin's Creed game set during the witch trials. Like, is that, is that what we're all... That seems to be the gist of it. That, that seems to be, yep. Yep. This one... Uh, back also to they... Murica. 
Let's just say right off the top why they fuck us with this code name. Am I right? Yeah, what the fuck? Hexo. Let's go Hex. Just call it Hex. Let's go Hex. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Typing this word into this fucking news post and shit and it's come up with a giant red line under it. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm well aware. Um, cool logo, though. Yeah. Cool logo and everything, yeah. I, I would probably say I'm more excited for this one than the code name, the, the Feudal Japan one. Because I've had that game now. I've had Ghost of Tsushima. I haven't had a fucking game set during the Witch Trials. That's pretty cool. I'm pretty sure you would have, but yeah. Where? What game? I can't think of any because it would be a horror game. <laughs> I think that, yeah, man. I mean, I wonder what you'll play. I wonder if you'll play as a witch. Or someone accused of being a witch. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be very cool. Like, that's the story? You're a, yeah, yeah. Actually, I think, no, I think it'd be cooler to be a witch hunter. You're, no, I should, no, witch hunters would be Templars. Hey, it wouldn't be yeah. the first game you play as a Templar. Yeah, true. But still, I, I do you reckon? Do you reckon there'll be a goat called Black Phillip who goes around like making deals? I saw everyone making the fucking memes about just posting fucking yeah Black Phillip goats and stuff when <laughs> on Twitter this morning. So I was like, yeah, okay, very good. I mean, that's promising. It means a lot of people seen the witch. So, well, there were at least people I follow. So, like, it's not yeah. yeah. Um, and then they had a trailer for Assassin's Creed Infinity, which they still didn't really say fuck all about. Look, this is a service that is going to tie all the games together, but the long short of it is they said, like, they didn't reveal this during this. They re- this is replacing the Animus stuff. Yeah, the game, so this right? is what they revealed after the fact, to, to which I was like, why the fuck didn't you talk about this in the showcase? It was revealed in some interview of IGN or some shit. But this is going to replace all of the Animus stuff going forward. So there'll be no Animus stuff in any of the games, and instead, all of it will be put within Infinite, this service that's different. And then you've got... They then tease during the showcase that you're going to have Assassin's Creed multiplayer also return via this uh, in some form or fashion as well. So I don't really understand what this is. All I know is it's moving the stuff that only some people care about to this. And taking away from the main games, so that should make Listen, some. Dylan, it's just a very, very mm. intricate launcher. Yeah, it's kind of what it sounds like, to be honest. Yeah, hundred percent. It's like you're gonna have to, if, and people should be complaining. You motherfuckers complained about the Epic Game Store. You're gonna be motherfucking complaining about this shit, and if you're not, shame, <laughs> shame, shame. We're doing bell. Um, motions, audios. Yes, we don't bell rings yeah. at the It's moment. a Game of Friends reference. That's a really bad Hannah Winningham impression. Game, Game of Friends reference. Shame! Shame. <laughs> Shame! Shame. I mean, it could be interesting. Shame. 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 You know, it's just the first Fuck step my into the metaverse. <laughs> this football club. This <laughs> is the first step into the, meta- into the metaverse. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's what I thought this was when they first started doing. I'm like, oh, that's some motherfucking metaverse shit. Come on. It's going to look like PS Home, uh, walk around, and then you just walk into the various different games. Yeah, you walk There's into different the- rooms yeah. in some building. Yeah. It probably is. <laughs> I mean, it's like, that's or you just- get a different cartridge to put in your time machine oh replica thing or whatever it's called. Yeah, I don't. Or, or the anime. They still reckon this thing's oh, like. The they still reckon this it's thing's. It's not actually a time machine. It's it's, yeah. it's not a time machine. I thought you would at least watch the movie. Is it a hollow deck? Uh, I thought yeah. I thought you would have watched the movie. You didn't watch the movie. I thought you no, would at least would watch the, the movie. movie. Okay. No. Damn. What kind you of should. movie? Maybe I will. Are you? No, don't. 
don't. I'll talk about it next week. You'll probably like it. Don't. You like shit things. You probably would like it, but it's bad, so don't. Directed by an Australian, so it's got that going for it. Yeah. Go support Australian directors. Yeah. All right, that'll do it for the Ubisoft uh, showcase. Uh, yeah, any final thoughts on anything that we haven't talked about from that? Um, you know? Why didn't they the talk about Avatar? <laughs> A game that was meant to come out this Christmas. They did talk about it. Did they? Yeah, for 15 seconds. That was on Disney. Oh, right, true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The show's just played together. The show's together, together yeah. Yeah, no, good point. Why didn't they talk about Avatar? <laughs> uh, considering that other place didn't talk about it. Yeah, no, that's weird. All right, uh, that'll do it. This week's episode of Arcade Couch. Let us know any comments, questions, concerns, uh, how you felt about Ubisoft 4 2022, how you felt about the Marvel and Disney showcase, um, whatever other crazy shit that's happened in this episode. I don't really know at this stage. Um, you can find us all on Twitter by heading to explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter, explosionnetwork.com slash Discord, takes you to our Discord. And if you liked this episode and thought it was worth a dollar, um, please head on over to explosionnetwork.com slash support where you can donate as little as dollar to help keep the mic slides and the website running. And until next week, same time. Same channel. Goodbye.